0: what's up everybody it's mark barton and welcome back to another episode of the swamp and stomp florida hunting podcast um if you didn't tune in last week i advise you to check out that episode first because this episode is going to be a continuation of that um the conversation just kept on going and we didn't want to stop so we ended up splitting that conversation into two separate podcasts um so everything we're talking about in this one will make a little bit more sense if you go back to the other one first um but just to uh, give you a, a very quick recap, we are talking about um, our uh, 2022 uh, season, um, everything that happened to us, our trials and tribulations, the lessons that we've learned, uh, some of the stories of bucks and, and other deer that we uh, harvested. Um, and yeah, like I said, just the lessons that we've learned and, and you know, any, any tidbits of information that we can give you guys that might help you in the woods in the future. Um, So check out that that episode first um, and then get into this one. Um, Before we get into it, I just want to mention our sponsors real quick. If you're looking at getting into saddle hunting, um, you can get uh, 10% off on wood hunting saddles on their website. Or you can also go onto our our website, onto the merch store and use the code SNS10, that'll get you 10% off. Um, If you're looking at getting into a hybrid saddle, the JX3 Outdoors Hybrid um, is a really cool saddle that sort of crosses that bridge between saddles and tree stands. If you're not quite ready to to go full saddle yet, it's a great option Um, and you can save yourself 20 bucks on that by using the code SNS22 on their website. Um, if you need a uh, a hunting mapping weather predictions app uh, we recommend hunt stand it's got great resolution on its maps it's got lots of really awesome functions um, and we really really enjoy it Um, and we actually have a few videos on our youtube channel where we talk about some of the features that are there and that actually reminds me anything that we're talking about in this podcast um, any hunts that we've done you can actually watch them on the YouTube channel, and that's just Swamp and Stomp. If you're looking at getting some Swamp and Stomp merch, you can find all of that on our website, which is going to be SwampandStompLLC.com. Without any further ado, let's get into the podcast. <laughs> you already you already kick man. it off with... You to, I, I, got a ti- I, I got a timer right oh, here. I got,
1: a, right got, a, here. Timer. I got okay. a timer. All right. I'll kick it off with some music here. I honestly forget what these other buttons do. Let's find out.
2: That's oh, like spicy news, yeah. right there.
1: And then, no. what, what is Hot this one? Take. Oh wait, I think this is this is applause.
3: On the back, baby. Hey, yeah.
1: all right, uh, welcome back to the podcast, guys. Um, so we are we are continuing the conversation from last week, which actually was about five minutes ago. Um, <laughs> Uh, we just we just been chit chatting for too long. And we uh, we had to split it. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna continue talking about uh, Mugs' um, season of uh, lessons. I
4: hit the crying button break. on the thing. I don't
1: think I have a crying sound. <laughs> <to you. laughs> um, so uh, in case you didn't listen to last week's podcast, um, uh, Mug was talking a little bit about uh, his i guess the area we were hunting around well it wasn't the opener, where
3: you guys had
4: success right off the bat first
3: well you're talking about that oh,
1: yeah we were talking about open that that's right yeah. so you had you had a crying moment where somebody shot a buck
4: that you were after yeah and, and you heard the Just shot really old deer um, guide oh, so man. so fast forward a few weeks we end up in a new area well oh, i was um, hunting two different areas at the same time but that's, two different that's areas true. open so, at the same you were, time. You were
1: hunting in the, the place that no, we won't name, but that's the, close uh, to your house, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
4: They're both the same exact distance, actually, so yeah. figure so, that one out. <laughs>
1: um, and nobody knows where you live, so that doesn't help. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, so anyway, uh, we're going to let Mug tell us more about his uh, trials and tribulations and, and lessons that he learned. So, um, so, so you were talking about... All these does that you let walk.
4: Yeah, why I, were you I, letting these does walk? I think? Because I had such good bucks on camera that I thought that I was going to a shoot one within like every sit. I had I had so much sign on camera. Well, did you also have like a stud walk by I you? Had, like, dude, I had multiple studs all year at every freaking well, I'm place. I'm talking I about I this
0: particular spot.
4: Every spot. every spot man and that's why I didn't shoot anything like that I was like oh no way I've got something that's worth waiting and that was John's butt (laughs) on the microphone microphone. somebody wiped out with a Clorox wipe (laughs) 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 but uh no man just like every spot that I was hunting I had put so much time and effort in scouted the hell out of it and there was just quality bucks walking by almost every other day and every time that I had an opportunity, I had a really good buck walk by at like eight yards, but it was just on the other side, like ten feet of cypress. It was too thick to slip an arrow through. One of the studs I had on camera. This is why I don't hunt those super thick spots. Well, here's what it is. Of course, I sent the picture to you guys of where he walked by, on the left side where they were supposed to walk, where they were on camera. They never walk where they're supposed to. Exactly. walk Exactly. The buck walked through the thick stuff. The big buck and all the little bucks that I passed and the does walked. 10 to 15 to 25 yards tops by me like seven times out of that stand and then I did shoot one but I never found it uh, with a muzzleloader at like 8 six. to 10 yards I thought it was six It yards. was dude I could have pegged him in the head with a baseball and I can't throw worth crap and it was a stud and I was really far in and we did I hit him in the guts you know, it had. You got a dog out there and everything. I right? brought a dog out yep. the next day. Back, I backed right out after shot in the afternoon. Brought a dog the next day. We tracked him like seven hundred yards, and I was super far in before we started tracking him. And then we just lost scent. I guess the, the dog lost scent. And he did his best. He was put, picking up. We were picking up gut matter on uh, the grass, like four, five, six hundred yards into this track. And you know, everybody knows a gut shot is almost 100% fatal. So I went out three days after that, looking for him after work, walking two and a half miles out, and just looking for buzzards. and yep. Three days worth of tracking, nothing. But yep. no matter what I did this season, I was getting myself on the sign, on the fresh sign, on the fresh pictures, nothing. You put the work in trying oh, to
1: find that buck, so I mean, I'll, give you oh, yeah. I'll
4: give you kudos on that. I'm not done. Once it dries up, I will be heading all the way back out to that area that I shot him to look where I think he would have died. So we're going to put probably another 20 miles looking for that deer's head. Yeah, not going to give up. Okay, so so that
1: was
3: that uh, situation. Um, I think. Uh, you, I think we need to hear some more about about your uh, your archery kills here. Well, before before we do that, I want I want to, I want
1: to shift our attention over to Judd uh, oh, over here. Cause, so you said you're relatively new to the Florida game. Definitely so,
2: relatively new.
1: But it, sound, it sounds to me, from what I've heard so far, that you've had some success, not necessarily on deer, but on hogs.
2: Yep. Pigs so sure. and Yeah. He <laughs>
1: loves killing pigs. So, so I mean, uh, if, you, if you had to sum it up in a relatively short amount of time, what would you say that you've learned um, this season, uh, whether it's from – mug or just yeah. in general like like if if someone that was new to hunting in florida that was in a similar position as you let's say a year ago yeah what what would you tell them to do that you learned in the last
4: year
2: i don't know i'd say definitely um i don't know just a lot of walking in the woods um looking for a sign um uh, I don't know, definitely wetlands. They don't really like the dry, not a lot of vegetation. Um I don't know. <laughs> so,
1: so, so tell us about, like, so you harvested some hogs this season?
2: Yeah, a few how, hogs.
1: How many did you get this season?
2: Uh Four hogs this season.
1: That's, that's respectable. Pretty, that's so sweet, man. He's always nice.
4: killed one every weekend we've gone. Yeah. That's awesome. So,
1: sure. So, OK, uh, I don't think we, we really got the time to go through every single one of them, but let's let's pick one. Like, what was what was the most memorable memorable one of those for uh, you? And, and walk us through how that hunt set
2: up. Definitely the first hunt, because uh, I was walking out with Mug. Definitely going thought uh, somewhere with him. He was gonna go set me up somewhere with him. Nope, he told me here. You go this way. I think that way is good. I'm like, all right, I guess that's uh, the way I'm going. Got us off three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went off that way found a good spot right there he told me it was good he'd set up there for archery season were you guys ground hunting oh uh, yeah okay. I set up on the ground just making sure yeah I sat up there didn't hear nothing all of a sudden midday two three o'clock came rolling around we've been sitting there since early morning what three four hogs came walking out I think it was lined up shot one he took off at first luckily I didn't want to but gut shot at him <laughs> and he dropped. Uh, had three other ones run the gun jam, so didn't get those. But uh, at least I put my first one down for the uh, first hog down in Florida. So that was definitely uh, the most memorable moment.
4: You so gotta, you gotta say why that gun jam though. <laughs> that adrenaline dump. Yeah. Wigging out trying yeah. to
2: pump.
3: Oh. <laughs> Stove <dumb>. piped it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I still piped it. That'll sure. happen. Yeah. yeah it's, so it is so what it is. You, you, you gut
1: shot it though. Yeah. So-
2: it took off running, and I was already. Ready to shoot? I shot anyway. Luckily, it hit right in the guts, and uh, I got shot at my first hog. And mother's like, "All right, get, get in to there. work." <laughs> I'm
4: like, "All
2: right, here we go." But, so, but, so did it go far? Like, what? No, what it honestly I, went. It went 20 uh, yards, yeah, 15 yards. 20 yards. If that, 20 he yards so he must, jumped out of the He must have hit some vitals then. It's some, some sort of it's lung or something. Or maybe, but I shot well, a slug. Maybe 40 yards, he, 30 yeah, yards. So. Slug did some he damage. called yeah. me
4: and said he had some hogs coming out. And he was able to put by himself the yeah. first time ever. Put probably covered 70 yards on these hogs in an Ocamic. Yeah. Dry leaves, crunchy. Was able to move distance by himself, never
3: doing this before. And, yeah. You know, that's yeah, it's not
4: bad, That's man. pretty and,
3: awesome. Get up on them with a bead. I think that's yeah. an ode to us as, as humans. I think I think There's all a lot of, of us kind of have it. some yeah. instinct. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, oh yeah, man. Hunter, you
1: say that it, it reminds me of this uh, uh, for backcountry hunters and anglers. We a while back we mm-hmm. did a, a hog hunt mm-hmm. at um uh, at a WMA around here that. I was I was trying to decide. What I was gonna say what it was. They, they have specific hog hunts. You know the one. You like to go there a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was tough. It was dry. Like it was hard to find hogs. And this kid. Never been out before. Oh. He's like the first time. I was there out, for this. You were this yeah. kid. Never been out before, and like he's just sneaking around the woods with his like old 30 and <laughs> he's the only person that killed something. And he <laughs> he just, walked like, up you know, to like ten,
3: not even ten yards, five yeah, yards. He
1: snuck up in the palmettos, got like, and then shot over some palmetto bushes and killed this hog, and then this just goes to show how new he was to this. He, he didn't even know what to do with it and he was trying to drag this thing out by himself. It was
3: heavy and he cut hey, the hey, head hey. off. He didn't he cut the, the head the off because it was too heavy.
1: He was like trying to figure out how to, to get rid of some weight and <laughs> he, didn't, gut he, didn't it. Know, he didn't know how to gut it. Everybody so. thinks oh they're in
4: shape till they're dragging dead weight. Yeah. Yep. So then, Good Lord!
1: So he didn't know what to do, or how to gut it, so he was just like, I'll just cut the head off. So he cut the head off, just, not gonna eat that. The thirty head. pounds. Right there <laughs> with a yeah. the big yeah. hog. No, nah, I wasn't that big of a hog. I mean, it was probably like a hundred pound hog. But, you know, that's like 15? fifteen yeah. pounds. Yeah, man. So anyway, he ended up telling me approximately where he killed it, and me and John went back to and find the head. And we found the found head. head, and uh, because he was like, oh, and I was like, man, it's your first hog. Like you should you keep know, the head. At least keep the head. So we, we went out and found on, it, man. and I, I cleaned up the skull for him. And, um, well, uh, I mean, all my intentions were there, but um, I ended up just kind of holding on to that skull forever, and I didn't see him for a long time. I ended up getting rid of it. And then I saw him, like... (laughs) couple months later and I told him I was like man I, I held on to that hog head for so long but you know like I didn't know what to do
3: with it and I got it rid trashed of it, it. <laughs> and he was just
1: like whatever uh, it's fine you yeah, know I was, but, hey, I, I tried
3: to I tried you to know, get him one, his one day that thing. kid that kid will he'll he'll, he'll he'll be like man I should have I wish yeah. I would have kept that yeah I, I didn't mean he's killed keep a lot of stuff first. since then. like
1: he, he's you know he's got that instinct and he's he's been doing real good so I think um, instinct's
3: important yeah. I
4: do yeah. want to add something though sometimes you're saying it's real dry when Oh, yeah. you kill the hogs so sometimes in my opinion it's easier to kill them hogs when it's real dry because oh, you, you can, can go pick, if you can
3: find the water yeah you can kill hogs
4: but uh, he didn't
1: he, he we, where he was it was bone dry
3: oh well, yeah it. It he wasn't far from the cypress but the cypress is dry too sometimes dry. you just find them on the bed
4: heads if it's real dry yeah they'll bust out of there
3: all right. So, okay. So, so, so you you wanted to tip. ask me about uh, Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to hear some uh some some a little bit about your your archery bucks. You uh you killed one. Yeah. So I can
1: I can walk your through first this. one. That's so, this. So so basically um right after we uh right after you and I had gone to Colorado for my first time chasing elk, it was your second time. My
3: second time failing. I mean, we didn't, failure,
1: we didn't, we didn't I don't fail, think it was a failure. I think, you know, we I learned, I learned a ton about, you know, and I, I definitely am not in a position to be giving people advice on elk hunting. Although if you you know ask me, I'll probably give you advice anyway. This <laughs> is how no, I not. am. Yeah. But I mean, I learned a ton. Um, so we get back, uh, Hurricane Ian had just come through. And so before we left, everything was bone dry. And I was talking about this earlier. We were struggling to find the game. Bone up. dry. Because most of the places that me and Danny hunted were very dependent on water to create pinch points. So
3: now, all of a sudden we get back out there. While we were out there, the, yeah. the, the, yeah, the, the hurricane. Ian, Ian came by, yep. flooded everything. Oh, and then not yeah. only that, uh, we had Just the typical uh, South Florida thunderstorms were rolling through every afternoon. So, so (laughs) I get out there, and now we went from like no
1: water to just everything's completely flooded, (laughs) and I couldn't even get anywhere that I wanted to get to. Um, So, so that like messed things up. It went from
3: dry to deeper than normal.
1: Exactly. Um, So, my first hunt that I actually was able to get up in a tree after we got back um I, I had pictures of some good bucks um I was like I'm just gonna go in there like there's like four shooter bucks um one of them was a six point a pretty nice six point one of them was a huge eight point which somebody ended up killing like three four weeks ago um, I saw pictures of it on Instagram
3: well, I was like, Two and a half months ago now, but was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, time's been flying. It, was no, it wasn't that long. No, it was only. No, it wasn't like that a long ago. Month ago. No, no, it was. It, it was, was, after, that was like November. It was after the New Year. No, no, it was no, after the New Year. Well, maybe New maybe year. I'm yeah. thinking of something this different. This was
4: literally the like okay. last week of.
3: Yeah, it wasn't that long. All right, long ago.
4: excuse
1: me. Anyway, Keep so going. somebody killed this big buck. Eventually, <laughs> um, there was like a big seven point. I don't know what happened to that buck, and then there was another smaller but also really big eight point. So there was a lot of good shooter bucks in that area. Um, and there was a spike. I knew that that wasn't legal. Um, so anyway, I get up there, I climb up a tree, and I'm I'm just kind of like, eh, this spot's stupid. I mean, wind's blowing in the wrong direction. I haven't seen anything. I just wasn't real confident in it. And I, I literally I started packing everything up. I had my quiver already attached to my bow. Like I was. I was getting down. like I was like <laughs>
3: ready
4: to get out of this tree.
3: Man.
1: And you know, like, there's the Mosquitoes
3: are only- coming out. I
1: was like,
4: man. why Always am I doing to this to myself? Last, yeah. dude, so you can kill <laughs> within the last five seconds of the legal oh, yeah. light sometimes, so, man.
1: You know, I had gotten all my stuff together because I basically knew like, as soon as I get to legal light, I'm getting out of that tree so fast. I'm getting back to my truck. I'm getting the heck out of there. And I probably wasn't going to come back. Run and and mosquitoes. I didn't, honestly, I didn't come cool. back. Um, I'm sitting there waiting, ready to jump out of this tree. <laughs> Uh, not literally, but like, and I'm just sitting there, and all of a sudden I'm like, I swear I hear water flowing. Like the best sound. Just like this, but it wasn't you know like deer kind of moving through water quickly. It's like that. it wasn't like
4: that. It was just like plop. It was just, no, it was flowing water. Like was it deep water? Like their elbows weren't coming out of it. Mm, just and I'm like deer dragging his feet. Just like what the-? I was like,
1: what? like, I didn't know what the hell I was hearing. I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, maybe there's like a raccoon swimming my way or something. Or turkey. It,
4: well,
1: it was like <laughs> yeah. it was you know, but it was it was peak, maybe like turkeys a turkey's making always piqued your interest. It was like uh it, like it was like a foot deep or something. So like I start hearing yeah, something and I'm be listening. Well. And I'm listening, and I'm like, it's getting louder. It's kind and cool. I'm like, I'm like something is coming I didn't actually think it was going to be a deer (laughs) I was like something's coming so I turn on the camera I grab my bow and like you can see it in the video you see my bow across the footage and then when it clears and it comes back into focus there's a deer walking towards me I hadn't even seen it yet like I grab my bow and then I look and I see this deer coming I'm like oh crap there's a deer coming and it's walking down this trail straight to me it's you know it's going to walk to like 20 yards but the wind's Kind of blowing in that direction. It's kind of starting to swirl. It's like the end of the day. And um, anyway, he gets a little closer, and I I can see his horns, and I see a split on one of his his antlers, and I'm like, oh, it's the six point because it was the six point was the only buck that I knew of in that area that had a split. A forker. Um, yeah, like hmm. you know, it had a brow time and, and, and a split. And I, it was starting to get like kind of dark, so I couldn't see it super clear. But I knew I saw that split, so I was like, "That's the six point." You know, all right, I'm gonna kill this buck. And he comes in, and he kind of, he kind of knew something was up because, like I said, the wind had kind of started swirling and stuff. And he kind of stopped, and he was like smelling around, looking around, and um, you know, like I, I was waiting for him to get his head behind this bush. And as soon as he got his head behind this bush, I drew up. But it wasn't like a real thick bush so he could kind of see through it and he definitely saw something move and he was like looking at me through this bush and i was like oh crap i was drawn up for like probably 45 seconds to a minute which doesn't sound like a long
3: time no it feels like two hours yeah it was
1: a
4: long time either goes by slow or real fast like
1: i remember like drawing up and i was like you know you you have like your tense position where you're like ready to shoot and i had to kind of like drop my shoulder resting spot and just kind of like hold it just to and then
3: come back to your nose yeah
1: exactly and and so he kind of staring at me and then he just kind of gave up on it and and he was like. I don't know what that was. False but, feeding or something. But I'm out. Like he was like I'm. I don't know what that I'm was. Not comfortable. But, but I'm leaving. And he kind of turns around and starts working back the other way. And um, he gives me like a hard quartering away shot. I saw my opening and I let it fly. And as I let it fly, he turned a little bit further. And I mean, I shot him real good. Like I, you know, but it was. I remember quarter- you called me. It was quartered away hard. And. Because he turned, what ended up happening is he like moved his hips into the path of the arrow, um, and his chest further away from the path of the so arrow.
3: It went in like back ribcage.
1: Oh, it went in like in front of the hind quarter, yeah. and it went all the way through the guts into and the vitals, into into the left lung, and got a little bit of the right lung
4: that's why you shoot a heavier arrow though because it will penetrate farther well and
1: i was shooting that single bevel and i mean that thing punched through pretty much the entire length of the body of this deer
4: i'll be honest that was my arrow setup and it went in that far back to travel that far through the animal i'm not shooting a super fat bow into that bigger expandable broadhead it it ain't going, it it wouldn't have done it I guarantee you it would not have done that
1: Uh, it wouldn't have gone in so anyway it it would have passed all the way through through the entire length of this body except that um, it punched through like it clipped the (coughs) sternum and uh, and the fletchings got wedged between the front of the ribs and the sternum and so the arrow was sticking out almost the entire way Um, and so it takes off running and And then eventually the arrow like stabs into the ground and snaps off. And you can hear it snap off. Um, And it it like, I mean, it it was loud. That crack. So so he starts, you know, he runs and I hear some crashy sound, like probably 70, 80 yards out, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I get out of the tree. I start looking for blood right away because I want to see what's up. Well, that's, The problem with the single bevel broadhead, they penetrate like crazy, but they don't make a huge hole. So I find blood, but it's like little specks. I don't see bubbles in it. I'm starting to get real worried. So I get about 60, 70 yards down the track, and I'm like, I'm backing out. Like, I might have to get a dog, I don't know. Um, I end up getting all my stuff going back to the truck. Danny comes out, we start tracking it again, and it ended up being five yards past where I stopped it always is you know
3: yeah I remember you called me and but the,
1: the funny thing yeah I remember I was, I was telling you about uh, it yeah
3: you um, called me when it was happening and I was like don't give up because well, uh, <laughs> plenty putting people give up
1: you you, and Robbie I talked to both of you and like you were like and Danny said the same it's thing it's right there he was like if you found the front of the arrow that means that the, the broadhead passed all the way through it's yeah, right there it's like, sliced everything like you needed it, to it went like wherever that arrow was going it, it hit everything that was in its path um So and that gave me a lot of confidence but what happened was that those fletchings plugged up the hole and that's why there wasn't a lot of blood blood coming out um but it was pretty funny when we found it I was like oh there it is and I walk over to it and I pick it up and I'm like (laughs) oh that's not the buck I thought it was it ended up I mean I was lucky it was just barely legal it was 10 inches on the dot like I was lucky I thought it was a different buck I thought it was a definitely legal buck but um it, it ended up being just barely legal Amen. I, legal I, is legal legal is legal i get it but i the, the, the funny thing is nobody I, likes to cut right, that let's, close let's, let's, <laughs> i probably wouldn't have shot it if i saw those antlers properly but it ended up being legal so it was yeah
3: water. so let's 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 fast forward to uh the big buck you want to hear buck, about the buck number two okay so uh <laughs> all right so basically what happened was <laughs> We
1: all... The, there's a little backstory here. We all had plans to go to this, this place. This
3: particular hunt. This
1: particular hunt. During
3: ha- hurricane yeah. number two.
1: Yeah, we had another... <laughs> I forget what the name of that one was. We had another hurricane coming through, and it it's it closed a lot of WMAs. It closed it, this one. It closed this one, and then there was... For the
3: first weekend we were supposed yeah, to be there. Yeah, because we had it for two Ugh, weekends. A hectic and, year.
1: And so I was actually gonna hunt a different spot but that spot was closed and we still had this other one for the second weekend we weren't even planning on hunting it that weekend you guys had all bailed out because we lost our first weekend and you guys couldn't I, was, get...
4: I, don't, I was never gonna go to that there one. Were, yeah, were, you
1: weren't going they were, to I, a, I they, thought about it there were, were, were plans involved and yeah like people, people just had things going on and, and I I was free and I was like you know what
4: i want to hunt i'm still gonna send it
1: i'm going and i i went by myself i went up there and i was like screw it like and, and either way like we had we had put some cameras out like you know like a week or something before that we had good cameras or good it was a couple of weeks but yeah um we had we had good pictures on those uh, those those cell cameras i knew there was good bucks in there i was like we got to get our cameras out anyway. So, so I went over there by myself and you know, first morning I hunted the spot that Danny had a really big buck showing up, Um, didn't see anything except for some guy that kind of ruined my hunt and walked in like, you know, middle of prime time and set up like a hundred yards away from me, you know, typical public land stuff. Um, And, um, and then I went and checked all my cameras and this particular spot, there was a big buck that was crossing and it was like such a silly looking spot and this is like this is this is what I'm talking about you know like um, you just you just gotta like when you find fresh sign you just gotta like hunt it you know no matter how silly the spot looks and I mean I was hunting basically right off the road um, a lot a lot of people would look at the spot and go that's ridiculous like you're not gonna kill a deer there I'd- and but it was like there was deer coming through there regularly and this big buck was there like pretty much every day for the past week and he was there like seven o'clock at night like still during legal light the night before i picked it up i was like whatever i'm gonna hunt here and it was like there's only one tree that would really work viable it was, it was like not a great tree but i was like this is the only tree that's gonna work i'm hunting it and i climb up this tree first morning nothing or sorry it was afternoon first afternoon i didn't see anything until so the very last second i see a deer like 400 yards away i was like whatever again i'm not gonna move my stuff in the night so i just climbed it In the next morning i get up in that tree and um and like i'm sitting in that tree and i hear a deer in the bushes and and he's like grunting at this doe and stuff. He's like 40 yards away, but it's still dark. I can't do anything about it. And this, it sounded like a big body deer is grunting away. Goes back in the bushes, and I'm kind of bummed because I'm like, damn it, that was my chance. He came 15 minutes too early. Um, so I was just kind of like sitting there, like, well, I guess I'll just sit until like 11 o'clock, and then I might make a move and go further into those bushes that he came out of. And like all of a sudden, I, I like look over, and there's kind of this like overhanging branch, and I'm I see like, what looks like two deer legs behind the overhanging branch. I was like, "Whoa, oh, what the heck, there's a deer over there. And it's, and it starts moving. I'm like, oh crap, that is a deer, you know? So, um, I didn't really care what it was. If it was a doe or a little buck, to I does, was gonna so. shoot it. I, so I turn on the camera, I swing it around the backside of the tree and point it in its general direction. I grab my bow and I look over and, and by this time it had stepped out and I'm like, oh crap, this is like <laughs> a nice buck. And he's just like lump, like I can't describe it any better than like he's just lumbering through the grass, like he's just like yada yada, yada you know, just like, <laughs> just like happy dancing, doing his thing, just happy dance doing walking his through, like, dance. Just, like he didn't care about anything, just whatever. And he he walks right to seven yards. I got no cover. Like I said, this tree was not great. It wasn't super high up in the tree. Sounds it was, like my Ohio. It was not great, and. I didn't know what the heck to do, but I knew if I didn't if I didn't take the shot right now, he was he was my chance was gone. So I just like was like, alright, whatever. Drew up, no reaction whatsoever, and he's at seven yards. And slightly quarter two, I put it right behind his shoulder and just sent it. And again, with that single bevel, that thing zipped right through him. He didn't even know what happened. He
3: like jumped,
1: ran ten yards. Which,
3: very evident in that uh, in that video. Oh yeah, you uh, can totally tell. It just kind of something happened. And he like then he kept runs walking. ten yards and I he's don't like, feel oh. right."
1: He's like, "Oh, that, that scared me. What the heck was that?" And he kind of looks around. He's like, "What the what the heck?" He walks like sixty yards and then he's like,
3: uh, "I'm gonna lay down.
1: I'm kind of tired." And then he just like plops down and then he just laid right there and
4: expired and bled again. out
1: and eventually like i was on the phone with you i i called you i was like oh that was awesome like he's got to be right there i haven't seen him move and then like a couple minutes later he like stands back up and that was like that was the end you know like he stood up um, he to freak out
4: stand up yeah, yeah like what the yeah on? like you
1: know he's probably starting flop. to black out and stuff so he stood
4: up he freaked out he 10 st- seconds stumbled
3: dropped. fell into a tree fell never apart. really moved much at that point but yeah, yeah. Like that was it. it yeah, was, he was. was dead. That was his.
4: It was getting lightheaded from the loss of blood. Exactly. And, yeah,
1: and, and I got video. You can see him kind of. His head's like starting to teeter because he's like getting lightheaded and stuff. That so.
4: video did scare me though, man. When you when you posted it in the group and we were watching it, I was like, Did there's, you hit it? Did you no hit? It? Where's, no blood the blood? Where's the blood? Where's the blood? What no, the
1: heck? It was. Uh, I knew I hit it. Like, oh no, yeah, there he was, smoked there was, it. There was there was no question in my mind. I hit it. I knew I hit it.
3: Um, you sent us a slow mo of it. It's
1: but the but the crazy part. The craziest part about it is that that afternoon, like, after I get this thing out, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do with my time now. Like, I want to go home again. I, like, I, <laughs> like, I, I kind of <laughs> just want to stay here and hang out, but my buddy, Adam Steele, by the way, if anybody needs to get any uh, wild game processed while they're in Central, Central Florida, Florida uh, he's in Sanford. Um, he is an awesome processor, um, and uh, I'll try to remember to put his phone number in, in, like, the description of this podcast, but... You have a question you said something about
4: hot dogs with him earlier right yeah he, he will, has the best hot dogs he will make hot dogs um, that is awesome he will make, make a wild lot. game hot dogs
3: yeah he, he will make up. a
1: lot of things out of wild game and he does an incredible job um so shout out to him uh we're not sponsored by him he's just a good friend and does a really good job but anyway i'm at his house but i think. I, I can't remember the details, but I think it was, like, him and his wife's, like, anniversary weekend or something.
2: Yeah. That's and so they w-
1: they were, like, they had a date planned and stuff, and I was like, well, I'm not going to hang out here. Like, I want to give them their privacy. And thank you, Leslie, for, for letting uh, me stay there, even though it was your, uh, your anniversary <laughs> weekend. Like, I really appreciate it. Uh, Leslie and Adam are awesome people. Um, so, anyway, I was like, well, I guess I'll go back to the woods. So... I go out in the woods, I was like, I'm just gonna pull down my stuff, I'm not even gonna hunt in the morning. And I I get in the tree, 2 o'clock, I was in the tree for like 20 minutes, and I hear crunch, 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 I look over my shoulder, and here comes this doe running towards me with what I thought was like a smaller buck, and I thought I had a picture of this like smaller eight point. And this, you know, I'm like, well I can't shoot a buck because I just shot one, like I can only shoot one buck a day. and so I was like well I guess I'll shoot the doe and, and this buck's chasing the doe and they run out and I you know it's like total panic move again like I was just like alright here we go draw up as fast as I can I had ranged a couple spots she got out somewhere I was like that's 30 yards Meh. she stops looks around the buck's like clueless he didn't even hear it he was just like looking at her like what the heck are you doing I send it driller and um, it, was, it was a little further back than I, well it ended up being a good shot and she didn't she expired pretty fast but um, uh, I I thought I I hit her in the liver and then later we watched a video of this buck and it turns out he was even bigger than the one that I had already shot Um, so but I ended up having to get a dog to track her because she went into the palmettos we got her so um, that was epic you know those were my first two bucks with a
3: bow and a doe and, and well, all or, within sorry, yeah. ten days. Yeah,
1: with six days within six days, three deer. And, and I want to clarify when I say my first buck with a bow, like I've killed a lot of stuff with my bow, I just never actually killed a buck with my bow um, until uh, that point. So
4: that was pretty epic. I've never put a hog down with my bow, so.
1: Well, I I, oh my, I, I got that hunting. off
4: my back last year. I shot I, my first hog with a I bow. I just I don't shoot them. Every time I have shot like three of them, I'm like. You know what? Screw it.
3: Mug. Well, I've, time I've, to I've shoot him. Sh- I've shot. Dude, I've, I've drilled. i drilled
4: like forty pounders at ten yards right through the vitals, and I'm like, "There's no blood," and he ran right into the swamp. It's like, what, what do I do? I've lost. That's yeah, just the you know. Yeah. Ten
3: hogs with the bow. It's, I, this is hogs, it's, man. I don't know. Every hog I've ever shot with a bow, I got. So. Dude, I, I've
4: smoked them at like little buzzers yeah, at ten, luck 10 luck yards. And there's no yep. blood. I'm like, what?
1: That said, I, I usually shoot him in the spine, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: so
1: it works out pretty good. I've but tried. Speaking doesn't work, of
4: spine shots, um, I <laughs> yeah, what my hunting season did to me this year. <laughs> I
3: can't even see what this says. Like, how many minutes have we been going? Uh, well, it's uh, we've only been going like 27 minutes or something. Okay. Um, I could, I could tell y'all about my
1: last buck of the season if y'all want me to get into that, unless y'all have... How uh, many bucks did you
3: kill this season, uh, Mark? Spine shots or... Uh, what about spine shots? My last one of the season. Oh, you spine shot that one? you care about all your kills,
4: that? and I just want to complain about how bad my deer season so. was. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Uh. By the way, dude, you'll, you'll so I almost red- shot a giant this year, guys. You'll get your redemption <laughs> next year, I'm sure. Yeah. It was at 52 so, yards. So just to break it up, do so. you
3: get somebody else... Was that before this one? It's,
1: we're trying to stick with chronological order. Should I talk chronological,
3: about- you would keep going, then.
1: Sh- you- Should I, or do you want <laughs> to? I don't care.
3: You can keep going. Okay, got, right. I'll, I'll, I'll make
1: it relatively short, because this was a gun hunt, so it's less interesting. <laughs> no, i Not less interesting. It's not less interesting. Different, I mean interesting. So uh, this was uh, a different area, and, and this is where that lesson that I was talking about in the previous episode comes into play again. Having confidence in the spot that you picked and staying there. Um, I went to this spot. I had a few cameras out. Knew it was good bucks around. I was like, I'm gonna go hunt this spot. And I could have shot does, but I, you know, I had the like the, the permit for the does. Um, and uh, I, I had some does come through. I just didn't want to shoot them. Um, and finally, more because you had meat.
3: I already had yeah, meat. you like had
1: I, you had meat. Well, and at this point, I only had. Uh, two more tags, and I still had another. I had a, a quota hunt that I really wanted to hunt, um, like a couple weeks after that. So I was like, "Well, I don't want to kill a doe and a buck now because I'm tagged out for the sequence So, so I let a couple does walk, um, and then I went and checked some other cameras. There was activity there, but not not what you were looking not for. Not more than where I was sitting, and I just really didn't have anything better then where I was at and I was like you know I know this spot's productive I've seen a lot of deer come through like I'm just gonna stay put and and I did I ended up getting really sick one of the mornings I couldn't even get out of bed like I was like I had a fever and everything I
3: remember you telling me this
1: so I, I didn't hunt um, but then finally the afternoon I was feeling a little better I just took some you know ibuprofen and got out there anyway and nothing that second afternoon and then the following morning um, buck walks straight to me you know comes out of the creek bottom that was behind me and walks you know from like 80 yards straight to me there's a rub right underneath me and he was walking straight to it i drilled him at 40 yards and that was the one when i uh scope checked myself and split open my eyebrows so that was fun (laughs) it's not halloween you know know like a raccoon it was halloween it was actually how it was Halloween weekend so which is funny cuz
3: uh <laughs> the, the scope check <laughs>
4: the,
3: the scope check is something that will happen <laughs> to oh, people absolutely. especially in the in the tree or you if want,
4: sometimes when I, you need I to wanna, shoot something you got to put yourself into like a very constricted decision no that's not what and, happened here at well, all I've had I'm just saying like you, yeah. or sometimes you just you gotta tweak yourself a I don't
1: get scope checked guys <laughs>
4: No, let, come on. Let me justify this. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes justify. when you really want to so, kill something, you got to put yourself in a very constricted position and kapow, you know, right reason, in the face.
0: The
1: reason, that, put I, animals, the you reason know. that I got scope checked, though, it wasn't because I was, like, doing something stupid.
3: Bad firearm handling.
1: No, I had that stupid, I'm, I'm sorry to say it's oh, stupid. Oh,
3: I know what you're talking about. The, the I had this sort of, uh, this
1: this tacticam camera. Like, I had
3: a mount on
1: it there's a film through scope Yeah, around. I know what you're talking about. Which that.
3: puts it closer to your face. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, what it really does is it takes up your, your, relief. Re- your eye relief. Yeah, yeah, so scope. you're real close to it. So, and I forgot about it, and those muzzle loaders, like, you know, we're shooting Blackhorn 209, 100 grains of that stuff, yeah, which is the equivalent just, of shooting- the
4: 20 gauge. 150.
1: Yeah, 150 with regular powder, so, like, maximum dram, like, highest load. And that thing kicks. And I, I
3: mean, forgot kick how
1: in general, hard but... it kicked, and I mean, I I was maybe like a half it's inch me. away from that
2: stupid camera. In general, muzzleloader Let the thing eat right in your face.
1: I was like a half inch away from that stupid camera. Oh, I have and to
4: talk a little smack here. Muzzle loaders do not kick. When I shot, it just like <laughs> they it don't, just, man. It just okay. smacked me in the face like... and split my eye open.
1: Uh, anyway but I smoked it shot it right through the heart and it it went 10 yards and that was it so um, that was that was my deer season I, at that point I was like I'm done i'm I'm good I'm all I did hunt another time but I didn't really see anything so it was but
3: you had a good season that was four deer
1: four
4: deer three of them bucks there you go that's that's a
3: very you can't. That, that would
4: it'd be what I'd call a lot 100% of places, a season. A lot yeah. of places you can't even do that. Bucks. And I killed a hog. And I missed a buck. And, most, and you know, it's all yeah. public, yeah. too. Like People people cannot, not to, like, say, like, oh, most people don't kill, you know, three bucks a year. A so lot, lot of people don't even see three bucks. A yeah, well, well I, I mean, even even yeah, you, s- can, you can drive the road and see three bucks a year. Out of state, them.
3: a lot of places you're only allowed one buck a year.
1: Yeah, Florida does give us the ability to kill... A lot of stuff so it's nice but um anyway so um i guess
3: that leaves us with one more bunk to talk about yeah so you guys haven't heard really anything about this yet uh, um, you guys haven't seen the video or anything No, be- I, haven't, I haven't posted anything <laughs> on <laughs> social media
1: altogether swamp and stuff killed a lot this season
4: <laughs> you really know yeah, so. i'm over here just
3: so hanging
1: out I don't think Robbie killed one
4: this season either Um, no but I think I hunted like quadruple his amount I think he got to hunt twice with his new job (laughs) I drew my bow back three
3: times we got to hunt one of our our Florida late season archery hunts um capitalized and uh which is cool because we in Florida get to hunt from August to late February is that is that zone B That, that, that was a zone B hunt yeah that's such a weird little scene. It's a little little strange pocket it, of the it, state. It just uh, ended, right? Uh, yeah, just ended. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I had a, a really actually exciting hunt the whole time. Um, uh, it was a. Uh, oh yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember this. So, Tell the story. This yeah, is great. so I had a first day. <laughs> first day we're allowed to hunt. We got out there the day before. Um, I went in blind that morning. Not blind. Uh, I went in on you know just set up. I didn't. I didn't get out there the day before. I had to set up my my setup that that morning. Um, and I get up get up in the stand. I don't see anything uh, for the first like three or four hours of the hunt. And There, because it's late season, we're starting to get cold fronts pushing through. And in Florida, we don't get snow. We get rain and thunderstorms. (laughs) Lots lots, lots of rain. Uh, So, I, I told myself, I was like, all right, front's coming through like 11. I'm gonna get down at like 10 and be out before this front comes through like at like 9.50. a a buck pops out a a possible six point um but it was like a big six right yeah Yeah. it was tall real tall and it's a long ways away um and I'm hunting one of those hard edges that I was talking about that had a pretty narrow kind of kind of pinch point as far as we'll say uh easy travel area being the pinch point but there was definitely a palmetto flat that I was on the edge of, and the deer's, you know, I'm I'm kind of in this horseshoe shape, um, and I'm 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 laying the U of the horseshoe, um, and it comes out a good ways away, and and I'm just like, damn, there's a, there's a deer over there. I get the camera out and I start recording, and I'm like, oh, it's a buck. Oh, it's a it's a decent buck, but it's not a shooter here. Or at least I'm not sure if it's a shooter because I couldn't see brow tines. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, I don't know. What if it comes this way? I thought I saw a doe. wasn't 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 real sure. I didn't see the doe coming in. It seemed like the buck came in by itself, but all of a sudden it acted like it was tending a doe. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, it was late season Which just feels weird for me But that's when their rut is Over there, it's yeah, right Yeah, yeah um, It's a pocket And so, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a doe here Because they're in these these gallberries In palmetto mixture And they're just hanging out But he's not even, like, feeding It's like he's watching something And I'm like, I don't see this other deer But I have a feeling And all of a sudden the rain The, the front's rolling through and I'm like, well, I'm like, shoot, do I get down? I was like, he's he's literally on my path out. Like, how I get to my tree stand, I'm like, well, I don't want to spook him. It's the last thing I want to do is pressure animals here. And I'm like, screw it, I'm going to sit. And it starts to rain, and I'm like, I'm going to get down, screw this. And right before I'm going to get down, all of a sudden, a big buck pops out. Kind of in between me and this other buck, but... It still popped out at like 70 yards. And starts heading straight towards the other buck. And I'm like, this buck came from a completely different direction. And the wind's not in its favor. And I'm like, how does this buck even know the other buck's there? Which I don't know. Um, and uh, it turns out this big buck walks straight to where the other buck is. And they don't fight each other, which is weird. They kind of rub antlers. But they're both looking... Into in the palmettos, and i realized there's a there's a doe there i saw it at one point and i'm not so i end up sitting through this entire front watching these these deer. i don't know if people can hear that sound but that's
1: the podcast
3: <laughs> telling us the battery's running out um so, so this story up so yeah so there is a. I'm watching this 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 big buck. He beds down with the doe a couple times. Don't end up shooting it. I sit through this incredible rainstorm. I'm kind of pissed about it. Um, <laughs> we got pictures of that one as he was so sitting through it. <laughs> the next the next day, I don't see anything. I end up I end up uh, going and scouting another area on my e bike, and I wreck. Really hard in <laughs> a in a in a, a mud rat. It just the front tire came out from underneath me, and I'm doing like 15 miles an hour on the bike, and just right into the water and mud. And I am just covered. Uh, and I get back up, and you know it's not too bad in the moment. But right on my on my thigh, the handlebar whacked me so bad, I got this huge bruise. The next morning. I was gonna go sit somewhere else, and I couldn't, uh, cause I couldn't get there. And I ended up, I ended up going back to the spot I was, which turned out well for me. Um, and this was the, this would have been the fourth sit in that area when I was gonna move. Actually, sorry, this would have been the two and a half. This was, this is my two and a half roll. Um, so I would sat there for two days, and on that third morning. Um, I, I, I'm sitting there and this buck pops out, I, I've, I've only got, um, I've got this afternoon and one more morning hunt after this, so. Was it the same I, buck, the, the big buck that you saw? No, it was not, but that morning coming in, so after that, I hurt myself that afternoon, I didn't go back out and hunt. Um... I uh I was like pulling out all the stops I was like you know what I don't normally do this but I'm gonna pull a a dopey drag right along where I come in go right to my tree stand I pulled the drag and there were a couple strafes along the way to my tree stand which was one of the things and about eight o'clock I, uh, this buck pops out on my path about 150 yards away it just it hits all three scrapes on its way to me and it was really cool cuz I actually hadn't there aren't many times you get to watch deer work scrapes when you're in a tree stand at least for me I don't it doesn't happen very often um, and to to watch them was pretty cool I actually didn't have the camera recording for the first two I was aimed at it and I didn't know it wasn't recording a, but by about Midway through the second time it hit the scrape, I re- started recording, and this deer hits this last one. I have a camera on, uh, cell camera. The cell camera's going off. I'm recording them, and it's only about 70 yards away, um, and it's walking straight to me now. After it leaves that last scrape, um, it it got all the way to right about 10 yards and it's coming straight at me and it's archery hunt like I said which that's probably that almost only angle that I'm not going to draw and just I had no cover nowhere for it to put its head behind a bush nowhere to do nothing so I didn't draw Um, I'm planning on this deer walking past me before I I draw back and shoot at it and it gets to about 10 yards I'm turning the camera to look to face more at it and this deer looks straight up at me and I'm like oh crap I just got it just I was just had and in all my other experiences when deer have done that they just bolt um, and this one kind of started to take off and I just drew uh, you know, hoping that it was gonna stop and luckily it only trotted about 20 yards to about 30 I thought it was a little further than that, and I just let it fly as soon as it hesitated, um, and I spined it, which you know nobody's really like particularly happy about doing. Yeah, they don't go anywhere, but now yeah, now I got a deal deer flaring, uh, flailing there, and uh, yeah, I was able, yeah. But at that point, luckily I had a good shot at it. It was in the open, yeah, and I smoked it right through the heart. You know, not not many seconds. Yeah. Later, um, which is good. It probably didn't. It probably didn't last as long as it does when they run away most of the time. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's on. It's on film, but uh, which makes it <laughs> look a little rougher. But the reality of it is, it it, it really it didn't, died pretty quick. It probably
4: yeah. the um, and most liver shot, and so. the craziest yeah. part
3: about this is uh, when I get when I got home after this hunt. I'm looking over my bow. So it had mud on it and stuff from from hunting a four day weekend, and I'm cleaning it off, and I found that my bow limb is completely like fractured from that accident I had <laughs> on the bike because the bow was on the you know the front basket, and I'm so, you so lucky. Before
4: you shot your deer, and yes, I, I am so lucky that, that, that bow had... did not
3: explode on me. Yeah. And I, I fired two arrows at that deer. John's <laughs> <Some sons laughs> in the market for a new Extremely bow now. lucky. I think I'm gonna replace limbs. Are you? Yeah, yeah it's worth it. You know. I. Right. It's not the ideal bow for okay. me, but I can't afford a new bow right now, so. Yeah, you got a lot of things on your plate right now. So. Not everything's yeah. cheap these days, so. You know. Nothing is cheap these days. <laughs> yeah, but wrong. I think. Uh, so I think that was the end of our so, so we, see, we you know, ain't got much watch. battery
1: left here so we gotta wrap it up but uh, did you was there any particular lesson that you want to uh, share uh, from
3: that? yes uh, so something that was um, for me 30 specific, seconds. For go for me specifically when that deer was coming to me I, I fully intended to have that deer walk by me before I shot um, but I think it's really important to be ready to just draw when they, they, they aren't sure what's when going on. Can. Have Have you guys ever, that reminds me of something, have you ever just like
1: had a deer bust you and then just drew while it was looking at you? Yeah.
3: I have. It didn't work out for Never me. Never smoked it. I, I had it work out uh-huh. for me one
1: time. Yeah, And and the reason is, so one time I had it happen where one busted me and I just waited. I was like, maybe it'll put its head back down and it didn't. It just turned and ran. And then after that I was like, well, once you're busted, you're freaking busted. You know when yep. they do that head bob where they like,
3: so like, oh, that's a false No, nah, you can definitely no, no, like, wait no, for that, that to go uh, away. you talking about the just trying to get that multiple angles. Yeah, you know, they're just, like,
1: trying to change their perspective a little bit and they start bobbing their head. I
4: was like, well, when they start doing that. I got footage of a doe in Ohio it. doing that. waited 20 I mean, minutes of her doing that, and I'm like, wait till you stop, you're toast. And well, she stopped, and I yeah. could have smoked her, and I was like, eh, it's close to legal light. Like, I'm not, but I could have freaking... Posted it well so so my experience has been when they do that you're pretty much screwed yeah so then
1: the next time that a deer did that to me i was like
4: i was like i was
1: like i'm just gonna hide right behind my bow yeah so i'm not like moving and i was like i'll just push the bow straight at him and draw back and i did it and i just put it on and shot and and that was like the first doe i ever killed
4: in florida i've done it for practice and out of spite on does down here where they're like it's like well, you I'm probably, not gonna shoot you but
1: yeah <laughs> you should probably clarify when you say practice like just putting the
4: yeah know, I'm just saying like just draw practicing drawing and settling like a pin on them in you know well it's legal but it's like I'm not gonna shoot you yeah. but I'm just letting you know and letting myself know like you could that then I could quiet you up real quick yeah
3: <laughs> quiet now yeah so there's a yeah 100% uh, but I, I think I think it's really important that like I, I almost wrote that deer off as it gone yeah and it had it not uh, mo- in most of my experience that the deer that have busted me especially bucks they just go yeah um and yeah, that, do, that yeah. one hesitated uh, it didn't like fully bust me it just kind of it looked my way it didn't like what I, well, I guess- what it saw but it didn't know what it was either because it didn't move. I guess the lesson here, then, is, like, it's not over till... It's over. It's over. And I you, agree you with that. You stayed in the game until, like...
4: Hey, man. And then you had an opportunity. Absolutely. And, and I, and I until the last I, I, ex- I could, right weekend of the season. I Completely. could see
3: myself... I could 100% see myself not have even drawing on that yeah. uh, at a different point in my hunting career because I would, thought it was over. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I think we got to wrap this up because I'm like honestly shocked that this thing is still recording right now. So, um, <laughs> does anybody else want to tell everybody about our sponsors? Because I feel like.
3: Yeah. Um, shout Austin. out to Skull Hill Archery what? for hooking us up uh, with all of our bow needs. And yeah. if you need uh, anything done on a bow, um,
1: and you're They're in located south of Okeechobee, Florida. You can
3: drive down to Okeechobee or up to Okeechobee. And Brandon is the man. He really is. If if you want your bow tuned, if you want anything, anything technical done to your bow, uh, he's the man to do it. Give him a call. He is.
1: I, I don't trust anybody else to touch my bow like like he can.
3: Uh, since he got me shooting good, I don't want to go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I I won't go anywhere else.
3: Um, Hunt Stan
1: Hunt stand. Awesome way to the, the satellite plot, imagery on that is uh,
4: that monthly unmatched satellite, in my is, opinion. I
1: love that monthly satellite. Yeah. The satellite, Especially I've
4: used a lot of the apps, and I use a lot of the apps for uh, work-wise for the satellite imagery, mm-hmm. and I even use Hunt Sand just to look at construction jobs because yeah. the satellite oh, imagery is so
1: up to it's date it's just
4: up to date man you see well, all the additions
1: and then that monthly yeah, yeah the, you know the the it's, resolution isn't yeah, as good absolutely but for duck season i loved it because you can really see like how the vegetation changes yeah. the, the, the
4: best satellite imagery i've ever seen yeah from any it. other app
1: um and then the last one wood hunting saddles um if you're yeah. looking for anything saddle related um it's a florida company they make awesome saddles and uh just they're great people and you can get 10% off on uh, wood hunting saddles with our code SNS10 on their website, or you can um, buy them on our website with the same code.
3: On top of that, you get that in our sweet high pine camo. That's true. You can
1: get the full kit where you get our camo and a matching saddle, and you become invisible to the deer. In those pines. And you can go to our website and check out what that looks like. Um, there's pictures of us up in the tree in that camo and that website is swampandstompllc.com
4: make your silhouette disappear
1: yeah we need to come up with a cool slogan for the camo it's
4: pretty damn close to what it does though
1: I was thinking of elevate your hunt you know because it's a camo for elevated hunters
4: (laughs) you're terrible at this I I
1: thought it was pretty clever
2: let us know know what y'all think
1: We're going to bed. It's like midnight. Um, Thank you guys for listening to... He's going to bed. We're going to kill hogs. Oh, we're going hog hunting. Okay, we're going hog hunting. I need a Um. beer. Um, alright so thank you guys for listening to yet another podcast and uh, hopefully we will catch you guys in the next one which will hopefully
4: be in the next week or two keep on keeping on should I make some cool noises again yeah Yeah. play some music for them alright them cool cats out there who watch our show can we
1: peace out guys <laughs> wait can we what
3: <laughs> can we put can we can we assign other music to this we can put to anything this? to that okay. yeah, yeah, answer. I, we're, we're going to change that and we might change that guys uh, anyway yeah. thank you guys for
1: listening <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. later <laughs>